Um, this is Brian Robinson. You're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, here, of course, with the Trash Man. This is the Week 5 Waiver Wire edition of the pod. Uh, please go to RosterWatch.com, check out our tools, uh, our content over there. Also, if you're listening to this, thanks to everybody who left the reviews in Apple Podcasts last week. We certainly appreciate it. We need those to continue. So if you have not left a review on Apple Podcasts, please go ahead and do so. Like we said, it's going to keep the uh, it's going to keep the trade cast free here on YouTube, here on the main podcast feed. Um, and we should get week one of the trade cast this week. Unless po- I mean, Byron's back home in Florida, right? Is, I, I, I don't know. I'm yeah. assuming so. Uh, well, regardless, I, I think where, wherever he is, he's at least stationary now to where he's going to be able to get it done. So um, thank you to all those guys who left reviews. And if you're watching this on YouTube, if you could click the thumbs up button, subscribe, do all that stuff, we would certainly appreciate it. All right, Trash Man, big week five on the waiver wire. You got any general overall macro thoughts, 10,000 foot view on what's going on? To me, it seems like it's a yeah, I, well, I mean, the big news is, you know, the, the fallout from the Javante Williams injury. Yeah. Well, I mean, how do you see it playing out? I mean, I think Melvin Gordon, you know, is going to be the, I guess, bulwark there in Denver. I mean, Mike Boone, I, I, I'm not very excited about adding him anywhere, but I mean, you have to. You have to. It looked whenever George Patton came there from Minnesota, he's one of the one guy he's, he's one of the dudes who he made sure to bring in, you know, and we talked to, we talked on the show on Saturday. I just said, man, it's so demoralizing to see the fact it was that last, last week, whenever Javante and Melbourne were both healthy and they, they were already mixing, they were mixing Mike Boone in at that point for 20% of snaps. It was just the, I mean, you just wanted to, uh, it was just horrible. You know, Um, Mike Boone is not, you know, he's not the worst player, you know, and Melvin Gordon's had these troubles with fumbles. You remember in week one, he fumbled on the goal line. He fumbled again. I mean, he's got a neck injury right now that I think that that might have been the reason why Mike Boone played so much in this last game after Javante got hurt. I think it has to do, you know, I think it, it, it I felt, I, I feel like it, it probably had to have a lot to do with the fact that Melvin came into that game banged up and was not going to be set for a big workload anyway. I mean, only 19% of snaps for Melvin Gordon. That doesn't happen in a game when Javante Williams gets hurt and there's not something going on with Melvin Gordon, you know? So how how you feel about that is like kind of is going to depend on how you feel or that's going to dictate how you feel about Mike Boone here. But I do feel like you only get so many chances like this every year to pick up a guy that's going to be a substantial piece of a backfield that in theory 
kind of should be good. You know, I mean, I know that I know that Hackett and Russell Wilson have not looked like the dream duo that everybody had hoped for to start the season. But in theory, they should be good. They play in the AFC West. There should be shootouts in this division. Russell finally showed up for me this week. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and so I mean, you you saw Mike Boone get thirty six percent of snaps compared to Melvin Gordon's nineteen. He, I mean, this is going to be a backfield committee of those two guys. My question to you is, you know, they did sign Latavius Murray off of the Saints practice squad. Latavius, obviously, George Patton knows him too um, from whenever he was in Minnesota. I just I don't I don't know whether or not Lat- Dude, Latavius looks like talk about a guy that looks like he's running with oatmeal in his pants. Um, he he looks like he is he's completely washed at this point. Um, so we said you, that before about Murray. I feel like, I feel like you've hated Murray's running style since he entered the league. You know, well, back when he was a Raider, you hated you hated him too. I mean, in like I, I know, right? But, <laughs> How old is Latavius now? Mike Boo's 27. I Latavius. imagine he's probably 27, 28. How old is Latavius? He, he, I mean, he runs, he, 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 he runs like a much older man. Okay. <laughs> no, he's not, dude. He's 32. Oh, really? 32. Wow. So, I mean, we're talking about a 32-year-old versus dude that just turned 27 and Mike Boone. Mike Boone's got a good all-around skill set. I mean, Mike Boone's a decent player. I think if you go to the wave wire this week and you're in any kind of need of running back, Mike Boone needs to be at the top of the heap. He just he he does. You don't get this many chances to come into this kind of thing. And there's there's going to be one week this year when you know somebody gets hurt, and it's going to be a little bit more of a clear cut situation. You know, but yeah. it's I mean that that many I mean knock on wood that many big name running backs just don't come, they don't fall off you know, every week of the year. I think that this is one where if you have a need. I mean, I put the budget – you had it at like 15%. I think you can go to up to 20 25% for a Mike Boone if you're in need. You know, I think that that's probably fine. I project it to be probably a 60 – I don't know, 65-35 split with him and Melvin Gordon. Does that seem about right to you? I don't think it's going to be the 50-50 that it was with Javante and Melvin Gordon to start the season. They'll obviously lean on Melvin a little bit more, but who knows, man? What if they grow really? I, mean, I think maybe Melvin? I think maybe he holds a little more value in PPR format. Yeah, uh, he did have the three targets whenever he was in there on just thirty six percent of snaps. So you know, we, we we can't extrapolate that out through the course of a game. But you know, if you do some real dirt ball trash man math on that, you're talking about eight eight targets a game. He was on he was he was on pace for. Oh, uh, well, look at this! We got our boy Minion Hunter in the chat. Min, Minion Hunter's going to be happy. Well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's happy about Rashad Bateman's midfoot sprain, but he's going to be happy to finally see Devin Duvernay, his 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 boy, on the roster watch waiver wire cheat sheet. He's asking if Mike Boone over Hines. Look, man, to me, yes. I, and I know that Hines this week, we, we get the Thursday night game. It, I Do you think Jonathan Taylor's going to play? I mean, that, that pretty much transitions into the other big sort of news here. Jonathan Taylor went out with well, the ankle injury. Week. He's not going to play on Thursday. You know, he says, look, he wants to play. He's going to try and play. He's going to focus on playing. But if you can't play, you can't play. And Frank Reich told the media earlier today, I, I think I saw on Twitter, Frank Reich telling the media, you know, he can't play right now. So it's like, it's like, if you can't play, you can't play. And the coach is saying, well, he can't play. I mean, it's like, well, yeah. you kind of take the, take those two things, use the transitive property and you figure he's probably not going to play. Um, uh, Mini 69, maybe, maybe since I got on, just saw a tweet he's playing. 
Is that is it an Ian Rappaport? Can you can you share the tweet? Can can you share the tweet, Mini Sixty Nine? Because I mean, if that's true, let me just go on Twitter here and look. Jonathan Taylor. Oh, go on the old Twitter machine tweet deck here. Let's see. Um, Jonathan Taylor was seated off. He's a non-participant. Okay, so if you can't go, you can't go. I'm seeing that tweet again. Um, Jonathan Taylor hopes to play Thursday night despite ankle injury. Are you, I mean, where are you seeing this, dude? Take, um, let's see. Uh, at Zach Stevens, DNVR. Let's see if we can look that guy up. Zach Stevens. Zach Stevens, DNVR. Who is this dude? Denver Broncos beat reporter for DNVR Broncos and DNVR Sports. Um, he says that Ejiro Evero is fully expecting Jonathan Taylor to play. He said last week. That, so basically, he's saying basically he's saying that that members of the members of the defensive staff in Denver are saying that they fully expect Jonathan Taylor to play. And what else would you expect him to say? No, we're, we're not going to prepare for him. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So I, I just, I, I think it's, I, I think, I think that's still up in the air. Well, and, Regardless, and one, man. One reason too, why I like Boone over Naheem Hines is that it looks like, I mean, should Jonathan Taylor not play Philip Lindsay's going to have a role in this game. On Thursday, or Deion Jackson. Or I mean, Jackson I just too. I don't really I think know. There are fewer fewer variables uh, associated with Mike Boone. Neither of those guys. I mean, neither of those. Those are both short term types of players. Mike Boone. If if Latavius looks like a thirty eight year old shitbird, Latavius that he's looked like recently, he's not gonna. He's he's not he's he's not gonna figure in with Melvin Gordon, Mike Boone. You yeah. know. Um, and so for the rest of the season, yeah, I, I would rather have Mike Boone than Naheem Hines. Um, we have um, – so thanks for that, Mini69. Uh, mini oh, um, analysis of DuVernay. He's a running back who playing at the wide receiver position. That's how, mm-hmm. that's how I view Devin DuVernay. I view Devin DuVernay as a dude who I absolutely love. I mean, no, I love him. I mean, if, like, if you're from, I mean, if, evaluated him coming to the coming to the league, and that was one of the. I evaluated him coming into high school out exactly. of Saxon. I mean, he look, he plays like a running back. I mean, at the receiver position. Tom 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 Herman said that he's a that he's that he's a world class track sprinter that wears fucking armor. <laughs> it's like it's true, man. It's like he's 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 so much. He's like he's so much more. Um, he's so much thicker. And when you're on this, and when, when you're on the sidelines of those Texas practices and he would run by you up the sideline and you were too close, like he would, that would definitely give you the heads up. You're like, Hey, scoot yeah. back from the sideline. Because if that man runs into you with his full pads on, he, he will kill you. Like it's, it's, he's well, like you said, like, he's like a running back at the receiver position. Yeah. He didn't flash. Like we wanted him to at the senior bowl and he landed on the Ravens. And that's why he lost a lot of steam for us. Going coming, you know, into the NFL. Yeah, he's going to have opportunity now. It's just, a bit, I mean, and Benny keeps asking why he's on the cheat sheet. I'm like, well, it's because he's been averaging like you know one point six six seven catches per game or something. But I, I do feel like that's gonna that's probably going to change. Um, is Isaac Pecka says should I trade Brees Hall for Keenan Allen? The Keenan Allen owner is panicking, but I have such a hard time to giving up Hall. I drafted him in the fifth round. He's now up and coming. I mean, I don't. It's. Just, I think that's the kind of question, the brother, that depends on a lot on your roster. But right now, I am not aching yeah. to get Brees Hall off of my team. 
it looks like he's only ascending in that offense right now. Yep, for sure. Um, no one is asking in the chat, uh, should I get Damian Harris or Ramondre Stevenson? Are you asking if you should get one or the other? Um, I think he's saying if you had a choice – if you had a choice between the two, it sure, man, it sure was incur. It's just, it's hard to take much away from this last game. Right. But Ramondre Stevenson did um, basic. I mean, he didn't out touch Damian Harris, but I believe it was 18 touches to 19 touches for those two guys. Ramondre Stevenson saw the five targets though in the 55% snap share to Damian Harris is 45. Damian Harris is the better pure play. He's the better pure runner. You know, he's the better natural runner. He's the better prospect. But Ramondre, I I just man I I think you know I think he offers more of like a safety valve. Yeah, I mean if it's Bailey Zappi, they're going to do everything they can to try and just extend drives and keep doing these little dink and dunk stuff. So I think that they're maybe I'd go with Ramondre just for the time. I mean I think he he offers a safety valve for Zappi in that backfield. Yeah, for sure. we got many 69 saying boomer sooner. We're going to see about these sooners. We're going to see this Saturday about these sooners, man. I don't know about these dudes. Trash, man. It's a, it's a, it's a different breed of cat. That whole sooners football team. When there's not some kind of offensive genius calling the plays. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling, I'm telling you, man, I'm, I am, I am not, I am not too, I am not too sure about the, um, about the fit there with, uh, with, uh, with the new, Head coach, what the old Clemson defensive coordinator? What the hell's? Why, why is his name slipping my mind? I can't believe it. Oh, come on now, Sooners head coach. I, I've cleared my mind of anything. I don't pay attention to college football anymore until they're about to come into the NFL. <laughs> this, this is this is going to bug me though the whole time. As a, Venables, as a, Venables. <laughs> That's right. I couldn't. I, I couldn't get it. As a, um, as, a, as a lifelong UT fan, I just can't even stomach college yeah. football these days yeah uh okay so if you guys have questions about players you can drop for these guys that we're talking about in waivers please go ahead and get those get those in i'm gonna start making a list here as trash man people talk about some i mean we got to talk about guys like brian robinson we got to talk about the atlanta backfield situation with cordell patterson going to ir do you i mean there's tyler algier but there's also this dude caleb huntley caleb came Hunley. in and played so much um I, I to me it's like uh, the, the the runway way now is for Algier. Uh, the question is I don't know you know I don't know how I don't know that they can, I don't know that only Algier can you know can carry that backfield. I think it's going to have to be a, a committee of sorts. Yeah, it well yeah, and all, I mean you have to remember that Damian Williams will be set to come back not this next week but the week afterwards. So I mean I stuck him on the cheat sheet too. Because he was, I mean, as Byron said, coming out of camp, he like Damian Williams was the starter. He was the starter. So, of course, you know, Cordero was always going to be come in there and be the Arthur Smith, Bizarro kind of Derrick Henry every few snaps. He's line up in the backfield, line up all over. But that thing got thrown out the window once, um, you know, Cordero was thrust back into the role that he traditionally played in 2021. So now we have Tyler Algier, we have Huntley, we have Williams coming back. I think that Algier's kind of the way maybe to go there. Just put Kyle Pitt, maybe let's put Kyle Pitts in the backfield, use him like a running back. I You definitely take Brian Robinson, though, right, from Washington over Algier because that could be a guy you get a starter. Or is it going to be like – I mean, I think you got to take Brian Robinson over Algier this week. 
We have it all laid out. I don't know that you have to. I don't know that you have I've kind, to. I kind of think you have to. It, well, I, mean, I guess it depends if you got to, you know, if, 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 this, if this is a guy you got to start this very next week. Who does who do the who do the Falcons play this week? I I made the matchup tool right before we came on. Um, the matchup tool is getting easier and easier to make as the season goes. Oh God, they're playing at they're playing at Tampa. It's the it's the third worst matchup yeah. for opposing running running backs. I don't I don't want to play Algier in that matchup. No, I, I mean in, about- in the fallout, I said I didn't want to start. I didn't want to mess with in, with the Atlanta backfield at all this week. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I would maybe want to start like a Raheem Mostert if I could get him, you know, over either of those guys. Just for a short term kind of play. And I'm I'm not sure how I'm not sure how this role with Raheem Mostert is gonna for for one, he's gonna get hurt. And for two, it's gonna I mean, this thing's gonna go back this is gonna go back to Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds hasn't been a better fantasy asset anyway. People just look at him and they just see the usage. So um I just I would just I would just say that, but I, I think those guys, Algier, Robinson, and then of course R- Rashad White. I mean, he's just been on here and he's been at the top of this thing for a long time. Pretty soon, he's not going to be on here anymore. You know, he's Rashad White. You need to start thinking about him as one of the league's true, really important handcuffs. Because if Leonard Fournette goes down, I mean, the fact that a Tom Brady led offense is trusting this dude to come in. Every two or three, every three, like three or four series, you know, and just get some playing time, getting more and more as the season goes on. That says a lot. And it says that if Leonard Fournette gets hurt, which he does nearly every year, Rashad White's going to be in for some run. And we're beginning to see him kind of carve out a little bit of a standalone role. So uh, he did get in for the touchdown this uh, this last week, much to the much to the what is it to the chagrin of my wife who has Leonard Fournette on her fantasy team. Minion Hunter asking, when is the trade cast coming? I haven't seen it yet. Usually it comes out on Wednesdays, but like, you know, Byron had to, Byron lives like on the, Byron lives in an area that we're like, the herd, he lives on the beach. Yeah. Like he actually lives on the beach and not to give away too much about where Byron lives, but he lives on the beach in an area that like the boom, like the, the eye of the hurricane came right through. So, um, there in the sun coast of Florida. So well, I, he's doing some moving around and kind of getting back settled, but he's going to, so I don't know what his, his, his schedule this week's going to be, but um, whenever it comes out, minion, you'll, you'll certainly know we'll tweet a bunch about it. People get really excited about the, the uh, trade cast. Um, all right. Trash man. Any of these guys a little bit farther down on the list? I think we've kind of, you know, we've kind of circumvented to a whole lot of them. Do you want to just talk about wide receiver? Yeah, let's move to wide receiver. Okay, because it's it just starts with uh it just starts with Pickens, right? Kenny Pickett yeah. is gonna unlock George Pickens and you I gotta mean, go Pickens, get him. I mean, there's an argument for me for Michael Gallup to be up there with him too, considering that Dak's coming back soon. Um Pickens is a sexy pick for sure this week. Yeah, but I mean, do you think does does do you do you believe that if Kenny Pickett is good and Kenny Pickett looked kind of good, I can't believe he rushed in for two touchdowns. And I know people will say, "Well, we threw what did he, did he throw two or three picks? Two, two I think he threw two. There, oh, well, two. well, there was the pick on the hail mary. There was the pick on the hail mary. So he threw three. But dude, the first one was off of Claypool's hands. Two of them were off a of receiver's hands. Yeah, I mean, like pick. And I've never been a Kenny Pickett apologist, right? I don't like. I have I have no I I could I could care hey, less about him. I couldn't care less if he's throwing a, a, a few Aaron picks. I'm just glad he's getting getting the ball downfield. He looks but he looks good, man. He looks good. Like he looks I mean, good. Mitch Trubisky 
is you know ringing the death knell for these receivers every week. And Pickens, dude, was making no bones about the fact with his body language that he hated Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> he hated him. And think back to the preseason, dude. All the sick George Pickens has already made some of the sickest catches of the year this year with Trubisky. What about in the preseason whenever Kenny Pickett was bombing it to him? That's yeah. when everybody got so excited about George Pickens. Dude, Kenny Pickett's gonna come. Dude, he knows where his bread is buttered. He's gonna, he's, dude. He's gonna throw this damn thing. He's gonna throw this damn thing all over the place to George Pickens. And so we're gonna, we're gonna get a lot of him. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take it out some of these names that people have asked about. Trash man, why don't you talk about some of these other wide receivers? And I'll, 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 I'll pop back in here in a second. Uh, yeah. So right behind Pickens is Michael Gallup. Um, came in. Didn't have a um, great yardage total sweep, but he, he got the touchdown. And Dak's gonna be back pretty soon so <laughs> he's gonna get pushed back who <laughs> Dak from the way Jerry talks he's like he's like well like I I think he might be able to grip a football with his thumb I can't tell you though think so? I don't man it's cause like Cooper Rush I mean he's yet to throw for over 250 yards yeah. um it's I mean I guess it's it's maybe it's been good for the team I guess in the sense that they're winning games but for fantasy, it hasn't been spectacular. No. Um, after Gallup, kind of the next year, well, we have Josh Reynolds in Detroit um, leading that wide receiver core. Dalman Ross, St. Brown injured, um, and DJ Shark as well. Um, behind him, Corey Davis, who I have been advocating for people to pick up for weeks now. Well, I think that dude. I mean, what if what if this what if this what if this little twerp just screws everything up with Garrett Wilson and just goes to Corey Davis? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be so tilted, man. I'm not gonna be tilted because I own Corey Davis in a lot of leagues. You know, I mean, he's gotten double digit fantasy points in maybe I think all but one game so far this season. Corey Davis is is legit. I mean, he's he's solid. He's got a built in floor there. It seems there for the Jets. I think I mean he's arguably been their most consistent re- receiver this season. He needs to be owned. In, in most leagues. Okay. Davis. I mean, we have Kadarius Tony. Who knows when he's exactly when he's going to get back, but you have to think that when he does get on the field, he's going to be the best receiver for the Giants when that finally does happen. So if you have the extra bench space, I think it makes sense to stash Kadarius Tony. Um, behind him, in the next tier, we have like a Devin Duvernay. Um, a Baltimore, it's that Baltimore receiving situation. It's always a kind of a, a tenuous situation with those receivers. You really don't know what the consistency is going to be like. But Duvernay has shown that you know he can do a lot with the ball after the catch. And he's a he's a Pro Bowl kick returner. Yeah, I mean, see, so you, you you always have that kind of that backdoor, you know, that that that, that backdoor way to it. Yeah. Right. Uh, Zay Jones, I mean, he didn't play this last week, but it looks like he's at least the number two, maybe a 1B in that Jacksonville offense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you want to go get him for sure. You want to go for get sure. Zay Jones. Yeah. Uh, Mac Collins didn't have the game this past week that we were hoping from him, but, you know, he's playing almost like over 85% of snaps for the Raiders right now. And he's had some, he's had some really good games. Fair enough. All right. And then for the, the uh, let's see. So for the tight ends. Um, oh, guys- and just at, the, at the very bottom of the receiver list too, Khalil Shakir looks like he might get an opportunity to start this week potentially. 
Um, so that's, you know, it's, it's an upside play there. Francisco Castro was asking, should I trade Sutton and Gordon for Chase? Jamar Chase? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should do that. You should do, you should you should do that. I'm always going to you guys should know here on this show. I'm always going to be the like if, if it's a if it's a buy low superstar and I can do a 2 for 1 consolidation deal during this time of year. I'm doing a two-for-one consolidation deal during the time of year when I can open up a roster spot and pick up one of these dudes that we're talking about from the waiver wire cheat sheet. It's just, I mean, it's just no question. Yeah, if, if you're, you know, high on your waiver part, if you can drop those guys, get Chase, and then pick up Boone, that would be pretty um, – d- Dude, I, I mean, whenever you send that offer, just make sure and just make sure and tell that other owner, be like, hey, dude, I'm like I'll trade you Sutton and Gordon, who's a starting running back. And the number one wide receiver on the, on that same team in Cortland Sutton for basically the Bengals wide receiver two, and just and just and just see what he says. <laughs> because hey, I mean that's the kind of thing that that you need to do to get trade get get the trades done, man. It's like Jamar Chase is going to bounce back. He's going to be fine. I mean, it's 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 Jamar Chase. We we have the prospect profile and just the just the. Every everything from year one to look back on and just say like oh, holy shit like are you kidding of course you want your Chase. so um, I, I some of these other were, were there any of these other so I got a bunch of these guys uh, a bunch of these names here trash man you have any other wide receivers here from the cheat sheet that you're interested in talking about or I think you kind of went through most of them I I'll, I'd like to also just mention Isaiah McKenzie he is out right now with a in, with concussion protocol but dude if he gets back. And there's no Jamison Crowder. That was starting to be a sneaky situation with Crowder uh, biting into his snap share, biting into his route participation. If we get him as the true number three option there in that passing attack, Isaiah McKenzie for the Bills, that's going to be something that's really worthwhile, especially in PPR leagues. So I mean, I it looks like he's. I mean, Crowder has a broken ankle, so. Well, right. I'm, I'm just saying with McKenzie. Just I mean, just for right now, right now, people could be worried because. He is out, you know, yeah. but it, it's a concussion. I would say also too, um, we have, we have we have Jahan Dotson on the list. Uh, I would just say kind of keep an eye on him. There was 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 that an ankle or a foot thing? Do you know what happened with him? He could he could be out a week or two, but you know, an ankle slash foot. But <laughs> he keep he keeps scoring touchdowns. And then and then just the other one is if Jamison Williams is if Jamison Williams is out there, um. That, that that's a good pickup right now, especially with how the Lions look off with just how many points the Lions are scoring offensively right now and how bad the defense is. And the fact that Jared Goff and God, Ben Johnson, I was just, I was writing about this last night, Ben Johnson, trash man teams are looking at, you know, NFL owners and GMs and stuff are just looking at, they're starting to look to Detroit and say, who is Ben Johnson? What is he doing with Jared Goff? What? Like, He's doing what nobody's been, ever been able to do. He's put up 50 points a game with Goff and no Amon Ross St. Brown and no DeAndre Swift. Well, I mean, the running game is is, is pretty stout. Well, right. And they have, they have a great offensive line. I get it, dude. But I mean, that, that's a he's a he's a he's a good play caller that utilizes all quadrants of the field. Um, I just I, I think it's interesting. I think maybe Goff just, you know, there's no pressure on him. Nobody's expecting him to do anything. Yeah, uh, we have again. Mini sixty nine. He says he's a blockbuster trade. He's getting offered. He gets T Higgins, Saquon Barkley, and Brees Hall. He gives up Justin Jefferson, Zeke, Zeke and Kenneth Walker the third. 
Kenny Walker. Yeah, yeah I'm doing that. You get Higgins, Barkley, and Brees? Yeah. Yep. I want that side. Um, okay. Yeah, that is a blockbuster trade. All right. So for the tight ends, Trash Man, it's just Tyler Conklin, Hayden Hurst, Robert Tunyon, or Bust. Yeah, my boy Conklin, man. He's getting to where he he's, he he. I can't believe he's still available on the waiver wire. I, know. <laughs> like I, I don't know if he'll be available next week, but Kyle Pitch should be on the damn waiver wire. Trash man, what the hell? <laughs> Jesus, Tony, they should put him at running back. By, Byron asked if Cam Akers on Twitter last night if Cam Akers was the most disappointing pick in all of fantasy. I said, Byron, how can you not mention Kyle Pitts? Kyle Pitts was getting taken before Cam Akers in a lot of spots. It's like, dude, they it's like Arthur Smith just doesn't get dude, talk about a guy that doesn't give a shit about your fantasy team. He <laughs> he does, he, he he does not care. Daniel Schaefer asking uh, whether uh Wandale Robinson's worth a pickup, 14 team league, 18 man bench. Oh, yes. That's the best exactly where Wandale needs to be picked up. I mean, dude, I mean, we're talking about guys like Darius Slayton starting to break back into the <laughs> break back into focus with these Giants, man. Like, of course, of course, man. Pick up, pick up Wandale. And the you, you know the thing about Wandale too is like as things continue to go south with this quarterback situation, or if Daniel Jones really is kind of hurt, he's a guy that you can just you can manufacture weird touches too. It's like it's well, not, he's a utility not, player. Yeah. So and Andy, Andy's just Andy's just a, a baller. He's yeah. just so very good. And so um yeah, go pick up one deal on a 14 teamer for sure. All right. So uh if that's it, then I guess we will oh, and then for just some of the some of the defenses, you put some on here that I just had to just delete and take off. I'm like, why did you want to have the Patriots on there whenever they have to go play Green Bay? Well, just look at the points that they've been scoring. Oh, well, I mean, but isn't this mostly for streaming or like, I mean, but even so, I mean, like even in tough matchups, they've been scoring points. Um, Hold on. Am I getting mixed up? Hold on. I thought the Patriots just played Green Bay. Who the Patriots have? Oh, oh, they're playing. They're playing Detroit. That scores like 50 points a game. Well, I mean, but Detroit, I mean, like I said, the Patriots have been one of the higher scoring defenses. Just are none just despite you know regardless of what matchup they're in they're an opportunistic defense so i like i mean detroit i mean they've been scoring some points but i i wouldn't say they're they're a juggernaut by any means some of the pickups i like this week are the packers i like the vikings I like the jaguars i like i like the dolphins and Trashman had virtually all those on there anyway so uh that's where we would go just a couple questions here before we get into some of these players, can you drop them type players? Monique says, hi, guys. I have Swift and Patterson on it for my RB2. Do you think Singletary versus Pitt or Stevenson versus Detroit this week? Uh, I would say Stevenson versus Detroit would probably be better. It's the higher score, probably better better offense versus offense interaction there, especially if Bailey Zappi stays in a quarterback. We saw that he likes to dump it off and target. Ramondre Stevenson, but go go to roster watch. Like we haven't got it our like we've just downloaded, we've just gotten our data dump now. And the first thing we do is the waiver wire cheat sheet. So we haven't even put in our initial rankings. But my gut kind of says, you know, Stevenson, but certainly that's not what the model says. That's not what the projections say. We take the model, we take the projections, we take the expert consensus of fantasy pros, and we take Trash man's personal rankings, my personal rankings, and we make a cumulative of all those things. And those are up on the site. So check back on Thursday and see what it says whenever we get all that 
all, all those inputs in. Um, Tristan says, would you trade Mike Williams and Marquise Brown for Chase? Yes, I would. Then again, I'm like, like I, mean, I said, and for me, I'm, that's only because DeAndre Hopkins is returning soon. Well, yeah, and Marquise Brown's playing way over his head. Mm. I've been, tr- dude, I've been trying to package Ceh and Marquise Brown. Like, I'm, I'm glad I didn't get any deal done with it last week because I had to play them both this week. I was like, all right, you know, perfect. But you know, I've been trying to package those guys up for any buy low piece that I can. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, but I, I would say for you, for, for you guys who have these trade questions, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast feed. Make sure you're subscribed here on the channel so you get the alert whenever the trade cast comes up. It literally is the most valuable podcast in all of season long fantasy sports. That's just true. It helps me immensely with how I craft trades and it'll help you answer questions exactly like that. And it'll, it'll also give you a, give you a frame of reference to understand the best way to go about getting it done. All right, trash man, here, here we go. Um, can you drop them for this week? Again, before we get into this, guys, if you if, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the podcast. We're getting bitched at by our by our other partner that takes care of marketing. And he's saying, threaten them. Tell them they can't have the trade cast. So, <laughs> nope, no trade cast unless we get more reviews. And please, if you're watching on YouTube, give it a thumbs up or do whatever. I mean, what is it? Ring Was it ring a bell? Smash that. <laughs> Smash, smash that, that like subscribe button. button. Okay. Um, can you drop Zach Moss? Yes. Can you drop Mac Hollins? With uh, coming you can back? drop him for some of these high priority receivers, sure. Well, he he's he's on the cheat sheet, so you can definitely you can definitely yeah. get get rid of him. Uh Russell Gage now with everyone back. Yeah. You cer- cer- certainly for Pickens or Gallup or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Mason. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I dropped him. I dropped him off the cheat sheet. Um, how about how about how about LT three, Logan Thomas? Uh, yeah. I mean, what if Jahan Dotson is set to what? If, what if Jahan Dotson set to miss some time? I don't think so. I mean, there are a few tight ends that you cannot drop. I mean, it's a really Weak field this year. Min, Min, Minion Hunter is asking if he can drop Christian Watson. Now would not be my preferred time to drop Christian Watson, but I would do it for Pickens or Gallup or. Yeah, I mean, or, I'd still like to see another game. You know, I would drop him for guys like, you know, Michael Gallup, Josh Reynolds. I'd probably drop him for, you know, Rondale Moore. Certainly Pickens. I yeah, drop well, him to any, go pick- any one of these guys in that top, in that fifteen yeah. percent tier this is tough trash man i'm gonna give you the one that's not tough and then finally the one that's that's this this tough alberto yeah of course he 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 of one snap <laughs> here's the hard one can you drop garrett wilson no absolutely not 